Well, you see the title is Tom Cruise, the king of action movies. I love movies. I love action movies. Is Tom Cruise the king of action movies? Is he saving Hollywood right now? Hmm. We're already freezing. Wow. Let's do this. Okay, let's try that again. Is Tom Cruise the king of action movies and is he saving Hollywood right now? Let's talk about it. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Code Podcast. Real dads, real talk, no BS. Got something really new for you today. Something that I uh, have been looking forward to trying for quite some time now, we're going to talk movies here. We're going to do a movie review of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And we're going to talk a little bit a little bit about how, um, well, we'll just, we'll get into it here in a minute. But before we get started, go ahead and give us a rumble on rumble. Give us a follow there as well. That's the only place you'll find the video version of this podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcasting platform for the audio versions. Uh, what are they? Uh, Apple. We're on the Apple Play. We're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Amazon, all those. Check us out there. Give us a follow. You can also check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Dad Code Podcast. All right, let's jump right in here. <clears throat> you see the title. Is Tom Cruise the king of action movies? Well, we're going to get into that. Uh, so uh, Mission Impossible, that's been, it's been a long-running series of movies, and Tom Cruise has kind of masterfully played Ethan Hunt uh, in this series. I, I mean, you sit back and you think about characters that that are just fitting for people and it just seems like tom cruise just fits the mold for this particular character so well um and the kind of the evolution of the character throughout the series has been great um i get nervous in most series whenever they start coming out with sorry about the alarm there guys i get nervous in most series uh, that go beyond like a sequel. I really do. And obviously Mission Impossible has, I mean, what is this, like the sixth iteration, seventh iteration? It hasn't dropped off any. If anything, it might be getting better. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, which, you know, Part 1, we're going to get into that. That means maybe there's a, uh, or at least there's a sequel coming for this one. Uh, 
I have written down here, suspenseful, very, very suspenseful. I mean, it keeps your attention uh, at all times. You know, at the beginning, they they kind of do a little flashback scene um, to kind of explain some of the backstory, which I really love when movies do a really good job of developing the story, with, of laying out the context of the story. Um, and the Mission Impossible series does it really, really well uh action packed my goodness it's literally from the start of the movie to the end of the movie there's nothing but action it's great i mean you need to pop a blood pressure pill before you go because you are going to be on the edge of your seat and and we happen to have viewed it uh at our amc theater where they had the dolby surround sound built into the chairs and and i mean it was the place was rumbling the whole time it was insane uh the pace of the story was great you know they didn't kind of try to rush things along uh which is is one of the criticisms i have of a lot of movies uh where i'm like i'm watching something or a part of the movie and i see that man i really like this 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 plot, this, this character story here. And they end up just kind of rushing through it. And it's like, guys, I mean, just take your time, develop here. This is what I want to see here. Um, very, very nice. I really, I really appreciate the pacing. I appreciated the storytelling. Uh, the amount of action is, is unparalleled. I mean, in, in most, um, uh, Tom Cruise movies, you're going to get a ton of action. Um, character development, storytelling, uh, obviously was great. Like I said, and they're not afraid to have a part two. This, this is one of my biggest criticisms. Like I said, a lot of movies just rush through, um, they rush through the storylines and they, they, they just kind of skip a bunch of parts where it's like, well, how did we get from this part of the character development to just jump into this? It's like, well, I mean, there's gotta be some kind of backstory here. And, you know, luckily for anybody who's watched a lot of the mission impossible movies, you got to get the gist of a lot of the character development. So they, I will admit that they don't have some of that stuff. They don't have to tell, but they do a really good job in this movie of kind of refreshing your memory a little bit about, you know, reminding you that, you know, any, any woman that Ethan Hunt, you know, gets close to ends up dying uh, and just kind of reminding you of that. Um, but not being afraid to have a part two. It took, I mean, this this movie was two hours and 45 minutes or two hours and 47 minutes, I think is what the AMC app said. Um, but I love long movies. To me, that tells me that that's a movie I want to go see because they're going to take their time developing the story and they're going to tell you the whole story and they're not going to skip anything. Or if they, or, or if they have to rush through something, you know, not only is it two hours, 47 minutes, it also says there's that it's part one, which indicates it's going to, there's going to be a part two. Uh, was it realistic? Look, if you're looking for realistic action movies, shut up. You know, what, what are you going to watch in an action movie? Did you think that's not realistic? I mean, come on, guys. We're not going to, to the movies to watch realistic stuff. We're going there to watch action. We're going there to watch a story. We're going there to see the good guys ultimately come out on top and kind of how they have to persevere and how, how we can relate to these characters. Uh, 
which is something that a lot of I think is missing. Uh, is Tom Cruise the really is he the last action hero? That's my question. You know, has he become, I don't mean to, to be derogatory, but has he become a dinosaur? Is, is he the last of a dying breed? Uh, unfortunately, I think so. You know, with, with Hollywood being in the state that it's in, where it's really, you know, there's, there's a lot of ideologies and agendas being placed in all kinds of movies uh woke stuff you know i i mean look whether you agree with woke stuff whether you agree with any kind of uh, any other agendas that are kind of out there in the social uh arenas right now that right there is not keep that out of my movies people want to be able to go go to the movies and they want to be able to sit there and watch a story where they don't have to worry about all that stuff they just want to see a story about a guy, a, a good guy who ends up prevailing and overcoming things, and it gives them hope in the future. Um, it's amazing to me, you know, last year, you know, we kind of had the similar discussion about, you know, how Hollywood is just in shambles right now. And then they finally release Top Gun Maverick. And it was you know, it was um, it was commented that that Tom Cruise saved Hollywood last year, um, which again, here we are in 2023, and I think that Tom Cruise has once again saved Hollywood. So. And I mean, given the fact that this is part one, uh, not only is he going to save it this year, but he's probably going to save it next year as well. So I am uh, pretty excited about um, the sequel to this. It's it's very action packed. Uh, I'm going to put up on the screen here. Actually, I already have um, put it up, but. The video is being stupid. I love internet, guys. I really, really do. Thank goodness for the local recordings here. But uh, Roger Ebert, you know, he has his own website now. And, you know, he used to be kind of the go-to guy for movie critiques. Um, and now he kind of has his own deal because, you know, Gene Siskel passed away, unfortunately. Uh, but it used to be Siskel and Ebert, and he has his own website here, and he has people working for him here. Brian Tallarico put his review out here on RogerEbert.com. I encourage you to go check this out. It's a very good movie review. Talks about all the similar stuff here about how you've got movies just flopping left and right between the flash and Indiana Jones. And then you, you know, you have kind of the hero of uh, Tom Cruise here in the, uh, the mission impossible series, stepping up and saving the day here. Once again, um, the thing is though, is what I don't get 
uh, is why in the world the Hollywood intelligentsia uh, seem to want to try to reinvent the wheel every single time they try to put a movie out, you know, uh, for whatever reason, I, you know, I, I guess it was the Marvel series that has kind of screwed stuff up. And, and because in my opinion, the, the, the Marvel series, um, while it was a good series, I think they did a fairly decent job with it, particularly the, the, um, the Avengers series. They did so many spinoffs and it kind of, you know, it, it kind of, for whatever reason, made DC think that, you know, I need a spinoff of Flash. And then no one goes and sees it. And no one goes and see it to the point to where they're literally trying to give tickets away. Because it it's awful. I mean, I saw where Fandango was giving free t- uh, uh, a buy one, get one free ticket uh, for the Flash because it was just flopping so bad. Uh, and, you know, Indiana Jones you know, Harrison Ford. I mean, look, I like him as an actor. I really do, but good grief. He is like, he's got to be a hundred years old by now. Uh, nothing against him, but it's just like, I mean, the Indiana Jones series has just, I mean, it, it's got to be done at this point, right? I would hope so. I mean, I don't really know that there's many more stories to tell here. Uh, and how many more are you going to get in before Harrison Ford can't do movies anymore? Or are we at that point right now and we're still just trying to make him do them? I, I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, uh, the story, Mission Impossible, you know, it, it, it's it's now, what I love about it is it's brought it into the modern era. Uh, they're, they're defending uh, the world, essentially, from a rogue AI uh, that was developed, lo and behold, by our own government, it ends up being. Uh, and they're trying to, you know, be able to do what they have to do. I won't spoil it too much for you uh, to be able to stop it and to be continued as far as whether the story uh, is over or I mean, because they didn't, you know, we didn't we didn't have any resolution there in that movie, which I love. Even the ending of the movie leaves you in suspense and wanting you to have more. It doesn't feel like a two hour and 47 minute uh, uh, movie. Uh, The weird thing, you know, I got to thinking, I I was telling my wife, she disagreed, but this is the kind of movie, in my opinion, uh, y'all can comment down below whether what you think, I would almost say that you might be able to bring one of your kids to it. If you, you know, little boys that love action movies, they would love that movie. I don't think there's anything too overtly sexual or grotesque in it or anything. So, I mean, there's nothing there. It's really just more about the violence. If you're okay with him kind of seeing some fictional and ridiculous violence. Um, and if, as long as they're okay with that, I mean, which I, I kind of am, am loosening the reins on my son being able to watch some of that stuff because I, I, he's kind of getting to the age where he wants to do more stuff with dad and just some of the stuff that, you know, is kid approved is just not amusing to him anymore. So I'm kind of trying to ease him into some of this stuff. I let him want, we took him to see uh, uh, transformers rise of the beast and he absolutely loved it. So I think he would love this one too, because like I said, it, there's nothing really grotesque in it as far as, um, 
nudity or anything like that. Uh, it, it's just more, it's just more the violence, which if you're, if you're one of those kids that was born in the night in the early 1980s, mid 1980s, these kids don't even know what they're missing. You know, I remember being, you know, nine years old, eight years old watching Terminator two. I mean, come on, let's go. Um, but let's answer the question here. I keep getting off topic just because I love talking about movies, guys. I really do. I'll try to get a little bit more concise format going forward. But is Tom Cruise the king of action movies? Yes. I'm here to say absolutely. Uh, we'll give it a rating. We'll do it out of five, 4.6 out of five, I would say. Uh, I don't know that there's anything I would really change about uh, the movie at all. Um, I love the storyline that it's going, that it's going down very action, action packed, very suspenseful. Um, it's really good. I would, I would recommend if you have an AMC theater doing the Dolby where you have the, the big surround sound. So you feel all the ex explosions and everything and the different directions are coming from. Um, it's really an interesting, uh, experience, uh, mission impossible, dead reckoning part one. Man, it, 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 an absolutely enjoyable movie. Very suspenseful, very entertaining. It's going to keep your attention the entire time. Uh, it's one of those movies that, you know, if you, <laughs> my wife had to go to the middle, uh, the bathroom in the middle of the movie, and she's like, I, 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 I can't. Like, I can't walk away from this. I got I to gotta be able to see what's going on. It's one of those types of movies where you're, um, you're very much paying attention to everything that's going on because there's just so many suspenseful moments in it very good movie tom cruise the unchallenged in my opinion king of action movies a uh, lot of other posers out there a lot of other guys that are trying but he just keeps following the formula for action movies for making good action movies and it just keeps paying off good wholesome stuff in my opinion yeah there's people dying in it. yeah I, I get what i'm saying though there's no there's no agendas there's no uh, woke ideology in this there's nothing like that this is a strictly an action movie for you to go and enjoy um, it with your family even potentially uh, but it's it's a it's a classic action movie of good guy overcoming uh, and now we've kind of been left with a cliffhanger here in part part one looking forward to part two guys tell me what you think down in the comments about uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Did you enjoy it? What did you think about the storyline? Is Tom Cruise just the best action uh, uh, action movie actor out there right now? Is he the, is he the last action hero here? Uh, I think so. I don't think it's even close. I don't think there's anybody that's really close. I mean, people are going to say the rock. Now, come on, man. I love the rock, but dude, he doesn't hold a candle to Tom Cruise. Uh, people say maybe Mark Wahlberg. No, I don't think so. I think Mark Wahlberg's a different kind of actor. I think he's a great actor, but he's in the, he's not touching Tom Cruise. Uh, but I, I'll wait for somebody to tell me who's better uh, in the action genre than Tom Cruise right now. And I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to find someone who is tell me down in the comments. What do you think? Mission impossible dead reckoning part one. 
what a great movie go see it check it out if you go to amc do the dolby surround thing it, and look it's quite a bit more expensive i'm not going to lie about that but i think it's worth it in the end before you go on your way out give us a rumble on rumble give us a follow there is where it's the only place that you're going to find the video versions of these podcasts anymore so that we can say what we want to say without any fear of retribution um also, check out the audio podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like. Check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Dagco Podcast. Really appreciate you joining me today. We're going to do some more of these movie reviews moving forward. Really excited to see what you guys think about the movies uh, that we uh, that we review. But for today, this was a review. Bad. Out. Out.